his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want the latest news from Wichita, no matter where you are? Follow KNSS in the Odyssey app. Get alerts on breaking storylines. Discover more KNSS shows and podcasts and Listen easily across devices. To get started, just download the Odyssey app and search KNSS, tap follow. And while you're at it, make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer. That's the best way to stay informed on all the latest show updates. My next guest, Dick Morris, is the host of the Dick Morris Democracy Show and a regular commentator on Newsmax TV. He frequently contributes columns and articles to Newsmax, one of the most prominent political consultants in the United States. He's been called the most influential private citizen in America by Time magazine and was the chief strategist for Bill Clinton's re-election campaign. We'll, we'll try and forgive him for that. He now serves as an advisor to former President Trump, Morris is the author of 10 New York Times bestsellers, including Armageddon, How Trump Can Beat Hillary, and The Return, Trump's Big 2024 Comeback. Dick, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Good, Joe. It's good to be here. Let me ask you, you know, (laughs) and by the way, I got a lot of stuff I want to get to, but I've got to ask you about the new book and the fact that, you know, the, the Biden crime family, for lack of a better term, has a That's history a of corrupt deals and illegitimately acquired wealth. And yet they just keep getting away with it, in part because the press lets them get away with it. Well, use the past tense in that. Uh, they certainly acquired the wealth illegitimately, and the press certainly turned a blind eye. But increasingly, as we move toward impeachment, it's going to be less and less possible to do so because the Coma Committee is really doing a wonderful job of bringing out the evidence and putting it right there for everybody to see. And particularly after the House votes impeachment, which I think they will in January, the whole country is going to be riveted at the trial of Joe Biden. In fact, there'll be a split screen, the trial of Donald Trump and the trial of Joe Biden. But the trial of Donald Trump will be on the ridiculous contrived charge that he was trying to overthrow the government and the uh, by protesting the election. 
and the trial of Joe Biden will bring out very significant evidence that will lead not to his removal from office, but his removal from the presidential race. I'm so glad that you brought up the trials that are going on with Trump. It's so hard to keep track with how many of them now. But I, I mean, two of his sons, both uh, testifying in New York, he's and it seems like Donald Trump is winning in the polls, yet losing in court. And it, it almost yeah. seems to me like this is by design. Yeah, well, that will happen. Uh, Trump will lose in court, but win in the election. And uh, they, they're connected. Uh, the more people feel he's being persecuted and prosecuted, the more they feel that this is all partisan and just an attempt to knock them out of the race, uh, the more they're forgiving of whatever he's said to have done and the less they'll hold this against them. It's a question of stripping words of credibility. Indictment used to be a highly credible word. Now it's not. Conviction is now. It won't be soon. And, uh, and even imprisonment won't be. You know, you've been involved, involved in politics for years, Dick. Recently, a trial began in Colorado on whether the 14th yeah. Amendment's insurrectionist ban disqualifies yeah. Trump from office and appearing on their state's ballot. Colorado isn't the only state trying this, by the way. Can they really bar him from appearing on the ballot no. in 2024? No, they'll, no, they'll try. And the Supreme Court, at the very least, won't let them. There's no chance he won't be on the ballot. Um, the uh, the idea of keeping him off, designating January 6th as an insurrection against the United States government, the only unarmed rebellion in history, uh, isn't going to stick. Uh, this is just a way to to mark time and try to show that they did the best they could and for local prosecutors and politicians who were Democrats to look good. I wouldn't worry about that. You, uh, by the way, we're talking with Dick Morris, author of the new book, Corrupt, the Inside Story of Biden's Dark Money. And in part, one of the things that you talk about in the book is this whole secret history of corruption associated with China, which is corrupting American leaders. It goes back decades. And it's not only Joe Biden, but there's a history of other politicians that are well, just mainly drawn my, into mainly this. Mainly my previous boss, Bill Clinton, uh, where he raised... Uh, millions of dollars for his re-election campaign uh, by deals with China. And China got in return membership in the World Trade Organization in 2000, right at the end of Clinton's term, which they've always been coveting. And after that, their trade deficit with the U.S., their surplus our deficit, ballooned from about $70 billion to about $400 billion, where it stayed ever since. And back when Clinton was president, before the bribes took place, China had to get renewal of what's called most stated nation status each year. Right Now they don't. It's given to them permanently. And uh, Biden has kept it there, and that's one of the great quid pro quos that China's gotten. You know, it, it's this whole thing, it just points to how corrupt the whole situation in Washington is now and how hard you have to have an outsider who's willing to challenge the status quo. And it begs the question of who their nominee, who the nominees on both sides are. I think it's pretty obvious that Trump is going to be the Republican nominee. But you posted a great question on DickMorris.com recently where you asked with Joe Biden five points behind Trump in McLaughlin's latest poll, and Trump at 27% in the black vote, 39% in the Latino vote, will Joe Biden actually be their nominee? What if he pulls out? Do you actually think there's a chance that Joe Biden won't be the nominee? Yeah, I do. I do. In fact, I'm coming to believe it more and more. 
Um, I was just on television with John McLaughlin, and he made a great point. He said that what may happen is that they eclipse the primary process and they nominate him from the convention floor, that they nominate a replacement candidate, and, uh, and that Biden pulls out at the last minute and releases his delegates. Now, a lot has to happen for that. But, no, I do feel that Biden is going to be jettisoned. But let me get back to my basic point in my book. My book is not so much about not only about what China did for Biden, but what Biden has done for China. And uh, in return, what's the quid? What's the pro for the quid pro quo? And uh, I cite mainly the COVID virus, where China infected the rest of the world, killed six million people, the greatest crime against humanity since the Holocaust, and has gotten away with it scot-free. No investigation, no blame, no sanctions, no trade penalties, nothing. And uh, that's largely been Joe Biden's doing. It's his gift to China. Uh, he did not press for that lab to be opened. He did not press for World Health Organization inspectors to go there. He did not retaliate against China in any way. Trump would have slapped trade sanctions, fines, and everything else on them and made them come clean. And if he's elected, he will. And that's only one of the counts in my indictment of uh, Biden. The other is that at the moment he's doing nothing while China is replacing the dollar as the world's exchange currency. And if that ever happens, we're going to be in a very tough situation because uh, we're going to have to convert our currency into another currency to be able to borrow. And uh, that's going to be dependent on exchange rates. It'll make it very hard to finance our defense budget. And uh, Biden is doing nothing while China is rounding up countries who agree not to accept the dollar in payment for oil. Well, and in um, the in the book, it's not only China that you point to. You point to Russia, yeah. South Korea, or North Korea. Yeah. I mean, there's multiple Iraq. I mean, you point to Iran as well. You point to multiple nations yeah. that are involved in this corruption. Yep, absolutely. Uh, one of the key things that China does, and Biden has let them get away with, is they say of a law where they say if you move your factory or business to China, you have to want a rival surrender all of your intellectual property and all of your patents and all of your trade secrets. And uh, we could stop that. We could impose penalties on American companies and say, look, we funded your research. We gave you development money. And uh, and now you're trying to use – now China is trying to preempt them. And uh, we don't, we're going to penalize you for that. And Biden won't do that. Uh, he, uh, he's let 300 exchange students from China into the U.S., every 300,000 every year. And they're found, they've been repeatedly cited for spying. And yet Trump set up an office to investigate them, and Biden eliminated it, saying that it was racial profiling. Uh, China's acquired a monopoly over rare minerals which are the things we need to uh, drive up, to, to drive electric cars, to do uh, all kinds of solar energy, solar batteries, wind turbines, anything like that. And the U.S. tried to break this monopoly and did it by just doing it by building a rare earth mineral mine in northern Minnesota. Hmm. And Biden just killed it, saying it's endangering a lake. So every time, every chance he gets, he favors China over the United States. Of course. And uh, and, and that's, the, that's the, the bribe money at work. 
Well, the new book is called Corrupt, the inside story of Biden's dark money. It's available on Amazon. I know we've got to let you run. I do. I, I want to ask you one quick question. I know you're acting in the capacity as an advisor to uh, President Trump right now. Uh, we've got another debate coming up here in Miami towards the end of the month. You're advising the president. Any chance he actually goes to this debate? I'd love to see no. him attend that None. debate. Sub-Zero, no. My wife said he didn't go to the last two, and all he does is drive up the ratings. There is a chance that he'll give a really good speech during the debate so nobody watches it. (laughs) (laughs) So do you think, like others have suggested, that this is an audition for vice president, or do you think even the vice presidential candidate will not come from that field? I think I don't think the way you get appointed vice president under Donald Trump is to run against him. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right, folks. Yeah. If they're if folks okay. are interested in uh, the book, they can find it on Amazon. They Absolutely. can f- they can find you at dickmorris.com and on Twitter at dickmorristweet. Correct. Yep. Dick, I appreciate well, thank you. you. Thank you this again, my great. friend. Thank you. Well, uh, we'll take a quick. He's pretty definitive there. He pretty pretty definitive that we're not going to see Trump anytime soon on a national debate stage. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. Our studio lines are open. Call me. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman, the Hartman Group of Companies. Want the latest Wichita area news no matter where you are? Just follow KNSS and the Odyssey app. You can get alerts on breaking storylines and discover more KNSS shows and podcasts. To get started, just download the Odyssey app, search KNSS, then just tap follow. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all 
the latest updates on the show. And, of course, give us a call. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. We'd love to hear from you. I want to play for you the latest Hartman Truth Minute, and then I want to, well, let me just play it for you real quick. And now a Hartman Truth Minute with Wake Hartman. I recently had the pleasure of a sit-down with mayoral candidate Lily Wu. She is delightful, but delightful only goes so far. I found out quickly Lilia's impressive understanding of Wichita. She has her arms around the many necessary facets of our city. Lilia is a strong leader who will support the police, fire, and EMTs for public safety in all parts of our city. She will work tirelessly with businesses, both small and large, to create a positive environment for success. She knows a well-equipped educational system is the path for our generational futures. She will work to control taxes, improve workforce development, bring civility and transparency in government. Her strong communication skills will promote Wichita both locally and nationally. Her leadership will engage the people of Wichita of all stripes for their improvement. Everyone, please do the research on your candidates for mayor. They directly can and do affect your daily lives. Vote November 7th. It is your voice that makes Wichita great. That's the Hartman Truth Minute on KNSS. You know, I I really appreciate, obviously he's a sponsor, so I, I really appreciate Mr. Hartman and I think his his truth minutes they they hit the spot quite often, but this one in particular, and, and maybe it's because you know my wife and I have been door knocking these last few days, and and trust me, I I'm no no stranger to door knocking over the last few years. I've knocked on thousands of doors. Back when I ran for my own race, I knocked on thousands of doors, and I have a sneaking suspicion I may be knocking on thousands of doors again very soon. But, uh, you know, he nails it in this particular context because uh, we have a stark choice coming up on Tuesday with regards to the mayoral election. And uh, as as Marlene and I have been, been door knocking and talking to folks, we have encountered some people who may have been a, a particular fan of one of the other, I mean, heck, there were nine people running for mayor. Uh, you know, maybe they were a Brian Fry supporter, or maybe they liked Jared Cirillo or, or whatnot. But the key is that they got behind Lily Wu and that they've made the decision, some reluctantly, some enthusiastically, but they recognize that at this point, the only choice, it's a binary choice now. And that choice has to be Lily Wu. That that now you have no choice. It's it's a <laughs> the choice now is someone who is toxic. Someone someone who is antithetical to everything that we stand for as Republicans, as freedom loving Wichitans, or someone who will fight for you, someone who will represent you. Someone who cares, because trust me, Brandon Whipple doesn't give a damn. Excuse my French. He doesn't. He cares about himself. He cares about his power. He cares about pushing his own personal agenda. And you've seen that time and time again. Case in point, the cigar-chomping incident in at the neighborhood cleanup, where he cut the line and then chewed out a cop and tried to get him fired because he didn't get his way. If that didn't illustrate the most arrogant example of narcissistic, power-hungry elitism on display. 
And as Mr. Hartman stated, she does care. And she will work to help you. And I truly believe that Lily Wu does have the heart, a servant's heart. And that is one thing that Brandon Whipple lacks. He is in it for himself. And so if you have any doubts, and I've talked to, I've got some friends who have doubted all along her for whatever reason. And, you know, one of you know who you are. You and I have been texting recently. And, you know, you've gone back and forth about whether or not, and you're right of me, and you know who you are. You cannot vote for Brandon Whipple. It, you just can't. Don't do it. You will regret it. <laughs> and you'll burn a bridge with me for whatever that's worth. This guy is toxic. He's toxic for our city. He's toxic for our agenda. He's toxic for our culture. He's toxic for our pocketbooks. And we need someone who will fight for us and who gives a damn about us. And that is not Brandon Whipple. So I, I, I just wanted to remind folks of what Mr. Hartman had to say there because I think he nailed it once again. And again, as I mentioned earlier, these elections are confusing. And if you have questions about your candidate for a school board or somebody else, you can always go to sedgwick.gop and you can find candidate profiles there and a voter guide sheets that'll help you kind of navigate your way through this upcoming election. We'll take a quick break to pay a few bills. And when we return, we'll get a local election update from USD 259 school board candidate Ken Carpenter. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and True Social pages. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the local updates on the show. And if you want to reach out to us, our studio lines are open 316-869-1330. We'd love to hear from you. Well, it's been a few tumultuous couple of years when schools were closed and some districts are still considering incorporating controversial topics like critical race theory into their curriculum. And finally, some local school board races are drawing the attention they deserve. If we are ever going to have any impact on the policy decisions at some of these local schools, it's going to happen through the ballot box. We have to win some of these seats, in particular at Wichita USD 259, we've got to win at least one of the seats on the Board of Education in order to swing it, shall we say, to a Republican majority. Ken Carpenter is one of the candidates running for Wichita School District USD 259. He's a K-State graduate, a proud father of two adult children and two grandchildren who understands the importance of education. He's running for the District 3 school board seat against a radical leftist. That's my words, not his. He's being too diplomatic. And for those of you who live in District 3, you've got to get out on Tuesday and vote for Ken. We're pleased to have him with us this evening. Ken, thank you for joining us, my friend. Thank you for having me, John. So um, 
let me ask you, Ken. I mean, it's these are unpaid positions. They're thankless positions. So why? I mean, what, what prompted you to want to run for school board? I, I was motivated because I could see what's happening in our government, and I was listening to podcasts, and I was hearing that uh, the one thing that we can do as a citizen that uh, can rectify this is to get involved at the local level. And so when I was asked, I, I was reluctant because I was timid, and, uh, and I just wasn't feeling up to it. But uh, after a couple of months, actually, I got back with the person who asked me, and that was Kim Gish, and she said that— I know Kim, oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I said, let's do this. It's not easy. I mean, you know. You know the attacks that come from the left. I've seen some of the stuff from your opponent, and you're being very diplomatic in some of the conversations we've had off the air, but I I know your opponent. I've I've seen enough of his stuff. He's—I mean, he's coming around the other side. He's so radical, but— uh, you've got some firsthand knowledge of USD two five nine. Your teacher, your, your rather, your wife was a teacher at USD two five nine Wichita Public Schools for years, was she not? I was married to a USD two five nine teacher for fifteen years. Yes, and uh, she was a strings teacher, and so I would uh, attend those concerts, and I really enjoyed watching the kids beaming with glory for you know their parents because they they were proud of what they were doing up there, and I just loved to watch that. Uh, along with my own kids doing the same thing at other schools. So I went to a lot of concerts uh, throughout uh, my marriage. And uh, I would help to you know, set up and tear down and go on field trips with them uh, so I could supervise, uh, whether it was uh, going to Kansas City or to Texas. Uh, and it was great, great fun. But you made, you know, before we came on the air, you were talking about one of the key, you've got three fundamental platforms basically that you're running on. And one of them is the discipline problems that we're seeing at, at in particular at USD 259. And that was something that came up through, you know, observations that you saw with your, with your wife and the incidents that she's encountered when, when she was a teacher, correct? Well, just to make sure that we have this, the record straight, uh, she was my former wife. Fair enough. And so I, I do know because I keep in touch with her and uh, as a friend, and uh, I, I know that she, was uh, a teacher for 30 years before she quit a year ago. And that's because of the disrespect she was getting from the students. And uh, she just got fed up with it uh, when she was actually sort of assaulted. And she just said, oh, wow, this is enough. And she wasn't getting protection from the principal. So she decided, hey, um, I'm, I'm going to go another direction. And see, that's unfortunate. And, you know, when, when we are at a position in a situation where – we all, I think, I think universally, the problem that I think I've seen, and my, my mother was a teacher, my sister is a teacher, our daughter is a teacher. So we, you know, we've got, there's a lot of teachers that I think, I think we're all sympathetic to. The problem yes. I think that we've seen throughout the education system, it's not the teachers that are the problem. It's the structure. It's the bureaucracy. It's in part the unions. It's that whole bureaucratic administration that isn't getting the funds to the classroom, that isn't getting the money to the teachers, it's not getting the money into the classrooms. The bureaucracy is the problem. It's not the teachers. Uh, there is there is something that's been intertwined into the schools that is creating a psychological um, uh, fix on the kids, and that's part of why they're having trouble in the schools because they're going 
against each other, uh, you know, over different issues. Right. And so it, it's, disc- it's creating a discord within the school. Yeah, and I think part of the problem is, you know, so, many, so much of it, uh, the, the, bureau- the education establishment is always pushing for more money, more money, more money, but that money never seems to be going to the places where it needs to go, which is the students. It's not go- the teacher pay is not what it needs to be, and yet the, the bureaucracy is always clamoring for more funds but it never seems to translate into academic performance. It may be an abundance of, of a staff. It may be just a little too much staff. I'm, I'm guessing I haven't really looked into it tightly, but uh, I, that's what needs to be done is to find out, really streamline the whole uh, funds, uh, figure out where the, bu- the budget is being allocated and and find out if there's some waste factor. Well, yeah, when you're, when you're looking at, I mean, statistics tell us 70% of current graduates at USD 259 are not prepared for entry-level courses in college. They have to take remedial courses. Right, they have to take remedial courses. 52% of USD 259 students are below grade level in reading. 56% are below grade level in math. And 57% are below grade level in science. I mean, those numbers are toxic. That's over 50% of your students are not ready for college or career, and yet you're graduating them. Yeah, it's, it seems to be just pushed to get more graduates and, uh, instead of focusing on the quality of the person right, exactly. and, and getting and, their, their uh, education. And element. these numbers are coming from the Department of Education. I'm not making these numbers up. This is coming directly from the schools. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we're pulling this. This is 2022 numbers. It's not like this. You can't blame it on COVID. You, this is your schools putting out the, not yours, but this is Wichita Public Schools putting mm-hmm. out this data. And, you know, their answer would be, well, we need more money. Well, it's not mu- You've had more money. Your numbers are still bad. I, I think there's uh, something we need to do to evaluate, you know, why these kids are acting up. And uh, there's other schools. This is not just a local problem as far as uh, children's, uh, I mean, students' behavior. So it's it's a nationwide problem. Yes. But some schools have overcome it. We need to find out what they did to overcome it. We we need to research that. Right. There's no reason to reinvent the wheel. If some other districts are being successful in other areas, mm-hmm. then we can copy those programs that work. Clearly, what whatever USD two five nine is doing isn't necessarily working. I saw one poll that uh, that said that that USD two five nine is ranked two hundred eighty out of two hundred eighty six. <laughs> it's, it's right down there in the bottom two. Yeah, that's that's Not nothing yet. to crow about. We're <laughs> yeah. we're talking with Ken Carpenter, who's a District Three candidate for Wichita School Board. Uh, let me talk a, a little bit about specifics. About uh, know one of the other platforms that you're running on is is parental rights, allowing parents to have more, a greater say in education. I mean, that, has to, that comes down to some of the core fundamentals. Like your opponent, I know, is a strong advocate for you know, the boys playing in biological, you know, males playing in women's sports, things like that. I mean, this is, that flies straight in the face of parental rights and allowing parents to have choice and say in, in education. Well, uh, I think what you might be getting at is uh, something where we're deciding who's it, what gender is what. Yeah, is that what we're talking about here? To an extent, I just my big issue is the parents have to have a say, and I don't think that, that the schools should be making these decisions. These decisions should be up to the parents. 
True. And, and that, and I think that's the problem that I think so many of our districts are are trying to usurp parental authority and say that they're the ones that should be making these decisions rather than parents. Exactly. And that is why I, I want to be a voice for the parents on the school board. I want to listen to what they have to say and bring it to the school board. Um, I, I know that it's, it's inconvenient when you have uh, a parent that goes directly to a principal over the teacher's head um, and they need a voice. So I'd like to, uh, you know, visit with them and get to know what the issues are so that we can, you know, resolve them. Just be a voice for them. Do you support uh, the concepts of school choice or at least the idea of allowing parents the option of choosing how and where their children are educated financially, how the money follows the student, any of those ideas? I, I, would, I don't mind seeing the money follow the student. Uh, if a parent wants their, their child to go to a private school or be homeschooled, um, I know that uh, they still have to follow the state guidelines, I- even if they homeschool, if they are going to accept. And I think stuff. you're right. I think if you're going to if you're going to take state money, then you should have to abide by the same criteria. And have, mm-hmm. I mean, because that's that's makes sense. Again, that that's logical. Yes. But I do at the same time, if a parent wants to take a kid to another public school or to a parochial school or to homeschool or something like that, that mm-hmm. should be there because again, it's their money. It is. Right. It's taxpayers' I, I, money. Exa- and the school no longer the public schools no longer are now required to be responsible for that child. So why should they get the taxpayer money for that? Yeah, child? it's basically uh, creating competition for the student's See, interest. No, no, and, and novel and the parents. concept. Yes, novel why concept. Not? One of the uh, offshoots of the recently passed funding bill that created uh, a parity and a, a pay raise for legislators mm-hmm. created a, uh, it's an interesting offshoot, but now st- school board members actually can get pay. Mm-hmm. It'll allow that it allows school board members in Kansas will now have the opportunity to vote to pay themselves out of school district budgets. Do you support the idea of using taxpayer dollars to pay elected school board members? I think that's a wise idea. I think that's wise because, um, you know, there would have been a lot more competition in this race had there been a pay already there. As it is, it's just one opponent and I. Uh, I think there would have been a lot more people in the primary. We would have been had a runoff, but uh, that's not the case. Um, so, and and I think, but that now, but now, aren't you taking money out of the classroom to pay a school board member? Well, I wouldn't put it that way. I would say it's it's a uh, you know <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't put it that way, but that's what's happening. It's, it's a near billion dollar budget that that's they've got true. and that's and they're true. asking us to manage that and that's a that's heavy true. task that's and, true. and you're under the scrutiny of the public to be watching you as you're in the meetings okay, that's right you i'll know? give you that i'll give you hey as long as as long as you're holding your superintendent accountable i'd vote for you i'll tell you that all much. right if folks are interested if they want to reach out to you if they have questions uh, if they want to donate, if they want to help out, I know obviously we, they need to vote for you if nothing else, but they can get more information for, at carpenter4schools.com and it's the number four, correct? Yes. Ken, I appreciate you, brother. Good luck. Thank you, John. And uh, hopefully folks will get out and they'll vote for you. Ken Carpenter for uh, the USD 259 School Board Absolutely. on Tuesday. Yes. Brother, best of luck to you. Thank you again for joining us, my friend. We'll take a quick break and then I want to hear from you. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman, the Hartman Group of Companies. 
Ah, you know, I tell you. <laughs> People, some of you, Tony and I were just talking about school boards and school districts and what's so important. I, and that it reminds me of this story that I just found. And we're fortunate. Yes, we've got some issues with some of the local school districts down here. But this is a story out of Kenosha Unified School District. This is in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, <laughs> so we may have it bad, but we don't have it this bad. Uh, Wisconsin School District is defending offering kids guides to anal sex and sex kinks. So, folks, <laughs> we may have it bad. But at least our school district isn't doing that. So I know, and we desperately need a Ken Carpenter or Jason Carmichael or, or Brent Davis to win. We need one of these Republican candidates to win uh, on Tuesday because we really do need to get a conservative majority on that council. But at least the Wichita School District isn't, you know, reading books or, or putting, you know, having books like the Kenosha School District uh, has. Uh, this one book, uh, this book is gay, is, uh, is available in the Kenosha School District Library, teaches students how to have gay sex and how to use a gay sex hookup app to meet up with others. So trust me, this is the kind of material that other school districts have available to their children. It also includes a guide to sex kinks and fetishes. I mean, I don't want to go into the detail. Trust me. It's, it's, yeah, like, trust me. It's hmm. <laughs> just kinks. We'll just say kinks and other things. Uh, a guide to watching pornography online and using uh, toys in extremely graphic depictions of things that you don't want your children to be exposed to. Um, this is the kind of stuff that some districts think are appropriate. And I guarantee you that some of the candidates on your ballot Tuesday would find this appropriate. I guarantee you. Well, one of which is Ken Carpenter's opponent. Probably thinks that this is appropriate. Probably thinks rather that it's inappropriate to regulate that. He may not think that's appropriate, but he definitely would think it's wrong to ban that book. That's the difference. So just keep that in mind when you go to the ballot on Tuesday. Rod, you're on the John Whitmer Show. Thank you for sticking around. Hi, John. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. I had a question about Lily Wu. Uh-huh. Uh, how do we know Lily Wu isn't the Manchurian candidate? <laughs> She is, after all, Chinese, isn't she? Oh, my. I mean, wow. Are you serious? I mean, that's about that's about the most asinine thing to say. First off, it's racist as heck. But um, come on, Rod. Look, if, if anybody... Wow. Um, I, I don't even know if I should even bother to dignify that with a response. I mean... That folks, that's a consider the source type of comment right there. I mean, you know, the Manchuria candidate. Wow. Thank you for sharing. I will. I will give your comments all the time and consideration it deserves. Rod <laughs> takes all sorts 
Uh, it takes all sorts, folks. Obviously, Rod's a Whipple voter. <laughs> Pat, here on the John Whitmer Show. Thank you for thank you for sticking around. If you listen to Whipple, he has mentioned the words "build back better." It's a little. That's quick. right. He does. Thank you, Pat. That's right. He does. I have heard him say that he is. He is all in on Joe Biden. Well, remember, Pat, do you remember when he was at the White House and he took that selfie with Joe Biden? Do you remember seeing that picture? Sir, yes, sir. And I, he does do the build back better. That's right. You know, Brandon, thank you for pointing that out. Because not only did he do the whole thing with Laura Kelly when she came down here, I forgot that he went to the White House and took the photo op with Joe Biden. And he is a build back better guy. That I'm so glad you brought that up. Yes, yes. And I started taking interest after Congresswoman Omar was standing in front of her burning city in Minneapolis, Minnesota, with her index finger. And she said, defund the police, defund the police, in front of her burning city. Right. Well, and and you remember, remember Brandon Whipple when he, remember when we had the incident here with the uh, young uh, urban youth, shall we say, who attacked the cop from behind. And then Brandon Whipple immediately took to the microphones and said that the cop attacked him with murderous intent. He was trying to, you know, kill the kid. And then, of course, we all saw the body cam footage. And it turns out, well, not quite true. Turns out the kid assaulted the police officer. Yes. And there was correlation to George Floyd. And yes. I can tell you this, that uh, Floyd was had four times the amount of fentanyl in his system, and, and uh, I called Whipple's phone. I took the time to call him, and I said, you be the one to go in there and tackle a George Floyd <laughs> and to, re, to rebound the $100 bogus dose. Oh, Pat, Brandon Whipple couldn't tackle the flu. I mean, come on. He, have you seen him? He weighs 100 pounds soaking wet. I mean, this guy... Brandon Whipple couldn't tackle George. Brandon Whipple couldn't tackle. Build back better is a concept that also will include uh, uh, drones over us and a carbon tax and an app on your phone at some point in time. It's a quick little But you got to keep in mind, Brandon Whipple couldn't tackle Curious George with the crayon. I mean, it's he's, it's Brandon. Yeah, you're asking way too much out of Brandon to think that he would he would do anything alone. But he is he is ideologically definitely aligned with uh, with, with with your your buddy Joe Biden for sure. Uh, I I would agree with you there, my friend Pat. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for calling, my friend, folks. I. I we, we got about a minute left. I will encourage you one more time. Please take it to heart. Please get out there and vote. I know that, you know, I've said it before that this is, this is an important election and we say it every election cycle that, and I know it gets old and you get tired of hearing it. This is a consequential one. Um, don't sit on your laurels. Don't assume that your candidate's going to win. So you don't need to vote. Take the time if you, if you want to, you can still go tomorrow. Otherwise, make sure you show up on Tuesday. Vote for school board. Vote for your candidates. Uh, vote for Lily Wu. And most importantly, just get out there and vote because this is our chance to fix what's broken and what's wrong at City Hall. Don't forget to join us next Sunday when Alan Dershowitz will be with us. In the meantime, carry on, fellow deplorables. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. 
But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, Mom and Dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.